is Mark Sevy with uh, Plug Points Podcast. After a hiatus of a couple sessions, I have my co-host back with me, Chris Styers, Christopher Styers, who is a quite an accomplished author, has collaborated on some scripts with me, has done his own scripts, and, and we've actually uh, had an option on on one of them. So that's uh, that that quite says a lot about Chris. Chris, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks I mean, for having me back. So what have you been working on besides, are you still working on, you, did you fin, you finished your, um, your rewrite, correct? I finished my editing, editing. part one. Okay. That's done and sent to the, uh, publisher for final, um, it's, Probably getting ready to go to the print copy editor because mm. it's pretty much done. Okay. Now I'm working on the editing for the second part. Oh, okay. Oh, the uh, yeah, and uh, on my end, I am continuing the work on my book, but I've got to, I've run across several issues, uh-huh. some copyright problems that I have uh, because I'm uh-huh. using. I'm using excerpts from scripts, uh, and that is a no-no unless you're under some sort of fair use, and and that's a whole, that's a whole yeah. mess. So, but uh, that continues the pace. I discovered a new, a really incredible writing program called Scrivener, uh, which uh-huh. I've heard I've heard of it, uh, and I've heard people rave about it, but I didn't realize how really incredible it was until I started to use it. So it's it's made the process of writing the book a little bit easier. No book is yep. easy, right? Yeah. So. No, no. Are you, what are you watching lately? Well, I watched the documentary Five Came Back, and I also watched uh, the new. Uh, I think it's Netflix. Uh, Sebring. Oh, about okay. Actress Jean Jean Sebring. Right. And uh, oh, good grief! I can't believe I. Uh, been watching the first seasons of two different shows. Hmm. I went back and started watching from the very beginning, The Mentalist. Okay. And I started, and I haven't gotten very far into the season, but Psych. Oh yeah, that's fun. Uh, it's such a, it's such a brainless. Uh, I, I mean, not brainless in the sense that it's 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 not well written. It's very well written, but it's such a joy to see uh-huh. to live in that world of goof. Goofiness between those two guys, yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I started, I started Psych back again about a year ago, and I'm slowly but surely working my way through that too. Um, So I, I I agree. I can't, you know, I, I know I've started to watch a bunch of new stuff, but I can't remember as I'm sitting here what it, what it is. But um, I, anyway, I mean, I there's just so many. I've been, I actually have been watching a lot of movies lately. Uh, because uh-huh. of, for my book, and I watched right. Molly's Molly's Game on Netflix. Haven't gotten to that one yeah, yet. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, well, it's Aaron Sorkin writing and directing, and it's a lot. It's based. The structure of it is a lot like Social Network, where it bounces between two realities. So you see Molly when she's first starting out. Actually, you see uh-huh. her. You see her when she's a when she's a uh, potential Olympic um, athlete. And then we also flash forward to when she's being sued by the federal government. Um, so it, it bounces between those two timelines and it's, it's really well done. It's just good old cinema, you know, good old U.S. cinema, yeah. just really well done. Um, 
Oh, well, I also saw A Simple Favor. Oh, yeah. I, I Did I mention that to you? Yeah, you recommended it to me, and I'm going, this is, and I like the fact that it kept balancing, bouncing back and forth from goofy yeah. <laughs> to, to serious suspense. Yeah. It had a nice balance to and neither of them seemed to throw the other one off. Right. It was, well, it, it was, and I think I told you, no matter what you think's going on, no matter what you think the ending's going to be, you won't be able mm-hmm. to figure, figure it out. Was that true? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it made, and when it happened, I'm sitting there going, oh, why didn't I see that? I was kicking myself. Because <laughs> yeah. it made so much sense right. when it happened. Right. It was, it was well set up, well planned, and uh, well executed. So. Yes. Yeah, I watched that too. I watched that. I watched uh, Molly's Game and a couple others. Uh, oh, I watched. Um, there was a Brian Wilson Wilson docudrama, and I gotta say, it's an odd film because it's again, it bounces between two timelines. It bounces to where the Beach Boys have kind of fired their father from managing them, so they're already kind of established, and it shows that it's mostly about Brian Wilson. And it shows that timeline, but it also shows a timeline after he stayed in his bed for three years. Um, but the second part is played, he's played by John Cusack and it's odd to say the least because the actor who plays him as a, as a young man looks a lot like him. But when then you in today's into in the, the, you know, the, I guess, reasonably today, uh, timeline, it's John Cusack and physically he doesn't, I mean, he sells it, but it's a, it's an odd shift when you first see it, but it's a good movie. It, it, it explains a lot about what happened to him and the beach boys. I'm going to just say, um, we're plot points podcast. My name's Mark Sevy. I'm with my Good friend, collaborator, and co-host uh, Christopher Styers, who can be found all over the web at ChristopherStyers.com. Also on Amazon and, and uh, Barnes and Noble as an author's page. How many novels up to this point, Chris? Seven published. Seven published. One coming out. So I did a profile of David E. Kelly, but I don't think we're going to have time for it. So I'm going to skip that. And I okay. threw a I threw a top list. I, it was initially top five, and then I made Chris switch it to top ten because just looking at the at a small portion of the dramas that are out there, TV dramas out there, there's there's got to be hundreds. Yeah. That are, so anyway, uh, go through your top ten TV dramas, and I'll go through mine. And with the caveat for both of us, I think that this is just a small portion of what we could have chosen. Oh yes, yeah. And I basically mine are ones that I will watch again at some point. Oh, that's a good that's a good indicator. Okay, maybe we'll try that again. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Number 10, Castle. Okay. And then uh, I think it was, uh, I don't remember the network, Black Sails. Black Sails. It was a, yeah, it's about pirates in the Caribbean. Okay. Oh, oh, they, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I have Blue Bloods. Okay. And then Spartacus. Spartacus. That's a that's a yeah. field one for me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh Deadwood. Yeah, Deadwood's a great what a great show. Okay. Justified. Oh man, I miss Justified. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Outlander and then Game of Thrones. 
of course. Except the last season. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and my top two, and I kept bouncing them back and forth, but I love both of them, Downton Abbey and The West Wing. Yeah. Well, and, and so several of them on here are kind of surprising, not surprising, but I should have picked definitely justified. I didn't put Deadwood on my list. I should have. Uh, but I, the ones I picked, I, how can you, you just can't ignore them. Uh, there, so I'll right. give you my list. Now, I, this is in no particular order. The, probably okay. if I had a top one, it would be my last one. But, um, anyway, West Wing, okay. Hannibal, the first season of Hannibal, Veronica Mars, the entire season. Uh, series uh sopranos i don't i can't believe you didn't put sopranos in there the the wire which i still think is one of the most incredible shows the shield which i don't hear mentioned that often but it was really fantastic sons of anarchy uh okay uh, just an incredible show uh house md okay yeah yeah game of thrones and then probably i think the best show i've ever seen on television is sherlock the the current one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, I could have easily had two dozen <laughs> <laughs> a list, and it's most of them are you know more recent stuff. They aren't the old school. Yeah, well, I'm sure both of us would have included Rockford Files and yep. Columbo. What else? Um, probably. Um, I mean, there's. There's at least a half a dozen or a dozen from from the the early the nineteenth the twentieth century that we could have picked. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Some, yeah, there was good TV being done back then. So the, all the oh yeah all the miss what they call the mystery trilogy or whatever that wheel with the um, McMillan and wife uh, McLeod right. and and uh, was it was Columbia? Well, there was also I loved it, but I think it only lasted one season. Mm-hmm. It was in Sorkin series called the newsroom oh yeah oh my god two seasons i think but wow you're right oh that was just incredible oh incredible yeah and anything sorkin did you could name uh sports night or the newsroom or west wing or uh just amazing all right well anyway those are great lists you should avail yourself of of any of them Uh, i will put those all in the show notes as usual um, I, and I'm going to say again, we are Plot Points Podcast. You can reach us at uh, plotpoints.com, also on Apple Podcasts. I will be submitting the show to Amazon uh, Podcasts, which is just starting up. And also, um, you could reach us. Uh, you can reach us at 919 Scripts, which is a phone number. It's a Google phone number, which will give you a voicemail. You can make suggestions, give us compliments, or tell us we're full of shit. Um, <laughs> Which we both already know and don't give an SHAT about your opinion. So, uh, but uh, we've been writing too long to care what any one person says about us. Right, Chris? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so at this point, we're going to, we're going to do, add do one question and then wrap it up uh, and then go lay in, lay in a cold bathtub of water like uh, Dal- Dalton Trumbo and uh, do our yeah. work. So. Um, although Chris has a theory about why my laptop just exploded. So I'll, uh, we'll hold on that. <laughs> hey, I didn't know you couldn't immerse them. I mean, who knew? So, uh, all right. So Chris asked the question that is on the burning lips of all our, all our, uh, listeners. Okay. How can I add depth to my villain? 
So up until recently, I would have not had a great answer for this, but now I think I do have a great answer, and it all is in what happens to the villain when they're younger. Uh, so, I mean, it may seem simple to you, but do the, do a background on your villain as well as your main character. Uh, and I'll give an example of this. In, in Black Panther, uh, the character of Killmonger, uh, the story yeah. that they gave him, I don't know if it was based in the script or the comic book. I lost track of uh, comic books after a certain age of mine. But um, he's a young boy whose father is the uncle or is the, the brother of the king, T'Chaka. Yeah. And in the beginning of the movie, T'Chaka ends up having to kill uh, Nobu uh, because uh, – I think it's Nobu – because um, – he tries to kill Juri, uh, Zuri, who is uh, one of the one of the king's men. And instead of taking the kid with him, uh, the the uncle or the brother had a had a son. He leaves him in Oakland to fend for himself. That, that and then he never tells the king T'Chaka. Never says anything to anybody. The death of the, his father, and the fact that he was abandoned by his people. Uh, really eats at Killmonger and creates a situation from the age of almost 10 where he, where he's abandoned to when he challenges T'Challa to the throne where he says, I, I, there's a great monologue in there and I can't remember the, the specifics, but basically Killmonger says, I've been preparing all my life for this moment to kill you. Now, you don't get much better than that when, when you come to motivation, that, that I, idea yeah. of revenge. Boy, it just created, and it created a multi-dimensional character because um, Killmonger's other agenda is not just to kill T'Challa, but he wants to take over Wakanda so he can send all the vibranium weapons to the oh. world and help to. Uh, he says there's plenty of people who look like us who aren't in great great positions, and he wants to start a revolution, start over, and he says. This time will be on, will be in charge and on top. So he has a personal yeah. revenge motivation, but he also has this higher sensibility that he's going to create a revolution that's going to change the world. That, oh. you know, therefore, but the grace of God go any character, any other of, of any of our protagonists. They all want something that they shouldn't be asking for. So yeah. how, how do you create a good villain? You create a good backstory for that villain, whether it's a personal agenda, like with, um, Killmonger. Or it's a uh -huh. something that comes out of like, a, uh, you know, my father beat me or or my father hated my mother or whatever it is. Uh, you create that character based on his background and what I call the ghost, the ghost, the thing that haunts them. Yeah. So I'm sure you could point to uh, other villains uh, in cinema and in literature who have similar strong backstories that ends up creating a, a almost obsessed uh, antagonist. And that, that obsessed antagonist is totally focused on their goal within the, the storyline. So that's how you create a rich, I think you create a rich villain. Good. Yeah. Um, okay. And I wish we had time to chat about it because you're a very deep thinker when it comes to this stuff, especially with villains, but we're running out of time. So maybe we'll yeah. do a villains uh, segment uh, down the road. Just talk about villains and our favorite villains okay. and things like that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be a great, don't you think, a great topic? Yes. Yeah.
All right. So we are Plot Points Podcast. My name is Mark Sevy. My uh, terrific co-host who who did this podcast on basically within, I called him, talked to him about 10 o'clock and said, let's go through with the podcast because I was going to have to cancel because of some issues. But I called him at 10 o'clock and said, let's do it. And he go, he went, okay. So uh, thank you, Chris St- Christopher Steyers. <laughs> I do appreciate your uh, your flexibility and your always good spirits. So, um, good. yeah, no, you. no, you're a great guy, really, truly. Not you're a really talented writer, but you're also just a terrific guy. I don't. It's it 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 just flummoxes me why there's not some wonderful one. By the way, Chris is single. He's looking for dates. <laughs> No, I'm not. I, that's the difference. Is I don't want any. I don't want any entanglements right now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough of that. That might get cut out of the podcast. But um, we are Plot Points Podcast. You can find us at plotpoints.com. You can find us on Apple iTunes. A bunch of places. Uh, once you're on Apple, um, they there's a lot of people that pick up the podcast. So you can find us on Stitcher and and. Uh, Podbean and just a bunch of uh-huh. places. If you need to talk to us, you can go to plotpoints.com. There's a contact form there or 919 scripts, which is a phone number that, that goes to a voicemail. Call us, talk to us, let us know what you like, what you don't like, suggestions for the podcast, for ju- suggestions for future uh, profiles on writers uh-huh. and, uh, or if you want to talk to Chris or if you want to hire in either one of us, we're really terrific writers. So uh, we're available. Yes. Yes. All right, Chris, uh, you stay cool if possible. I know it's uh, blazing out there and it will continue to be for the next probably. I know it's going to go down tomorrow, but it'll be hot all week. And that's that's to be expected. I guess September in Southern California is our hottest month, which is odd. But uh, but it's, you know, cooler weather is ahead. So anyway, uh, Chris, thank you very much. Do you have anything you want to add to uh, before I say goodbye? Not at this time. No. Okay. All no. right. Well, thanks again for being uh, for being being here. I, I do appreciate every time you you show up on the podcast. And for Chris, myself, and the men and women of OC Screenwriters, be inspired, do good work. Oh, and stay cool.